good people. Welcome back. Welcome back. It's Tasneem and my comrade. You know who I am. Andrea Blackman. <laughs> Sometimes, though, I just call her my sister. That's right. Which is interesting because she's so many things. She's also my supervisor. <laughs> That's work life. That's all right. This, That's is, this is work life, friend life, balance life, all that other stuff yeah, together. Social justice life, mama life, woman life. Save the world life. Save the world life. Today we're talking about sister life. Yes. Mm. Sister life. Sister life. And what it means to us. Indeed. You know, there are so many hoods that we operate in. We got our neighborhood. You know, we might pursue higher learning and get our doctoral hood. But today we're talking about the sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that I think for both of us, we heard language growing up around negativity with female relationships and words like backbiting. Did you hear that word? Not growing up in my house. I heard it outside of my home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah outside. Definitely. Home. Yeah. My house, it was all girls, you know, two sisters. Of course. And, yeah. Yeah. But outside the home and like in social settings and yes. school and things like that. At a certain point, it became kind of interesting that people would say things like, you know, you know, you can't be friends with girls. Yeah. These were girls saying you can't be friends with girls. Correct. And then it got even deeper. The older I got started recognizing what the media was saying about girls and then black girls. And that wow. dynamic and how that shifted and made you pause. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of language. Same. Caddy. You misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Always seemed that. I remember reading an article in Essence several years ago was being disappointed in African-American women or something. Black women are at it again or something like that. Yeah. Wow. I know. I've heard even recently as a few months ago, someone referred to the challenges of all female workplaces. I said, well, what kind of challenges? Well, you know, women can't work together. Really? They can. <laughs> I always think, what women are you around? And who, who's in your circle? You need to get out more. Yes. Or get out of that circle. <laughs> How about that? How about you get out of that circle? Just change your circle up. Because if you are coming to a place that, that you think that women can't work together, you, you've got By virtue circle. of just being women. And like just nothing but based on their gender, right? Or how they identify? Is, yes. Women, people, humans who identify as women somehow carry something in their code, be it however they're presenting. To say that we can't work together? Because you just can't have. Oh, God. Isn't it? Have you heard this? Yes, I have. Let's, let's dig deep into this. Because sisterhood means so much to it us. It is beautiful. And we're in the midst of, I don't know if it's a rise, but it's certainly a celebration of what it feels like to want to be connected to someone because you feel like values, in some ways like style. In some ways, just shared excitement over change and elevation. And that's with, you know, that's Vice President think. Kamala Harris. I was going to say the whole Chucks and Pearls. Chucks and Pearls. I mean, who, who do you know hadn't posted something about some Chucks and Pearls and sisterhood mm-hmm. or sisters? Is that my bestie in a tessie? Fresh blowout, skin on town, she ready. She look good with a T at the end. I'm a hyper every time, no more. And I feel like all of that is to say she's mine. Yes. You know, she's in my circle. Yeah. Even if it's just because you have on some Chuck Taylors that connects you to her somehow. And I, it was similar to me with Michelle Obama. Like, that's my girl. You know, that kind of language. And I love that kind of I love that sisterhood language. I do, too. I mean, Alice Walker said, what other place is more comforting than in the arms of my sister. Mm. Right? That's real. Yeah. 
We I always have to bring some Alice in this We place. do. Yeah. Alice is always in. Alice is here. But I say to my daughters often, you know, you have your sister. That's your sister. And when I say the word sister, you know, I have a certain tone. It's a revered kind of title. Definitely. It's like the highest praise possible. I it's more than you. a friend. That's Definitely. your sister. You know, who's going to love you like a sister? And you think about the bond that goes beyond blood. Mm. Sisterhood in itself. Mm-hmm. Those are bonds you just can't explain. And I've said that, like, if you've not experienced what true sisterhood is, then it's really hard for me to explain it to you. Yeah. Yeah. But let's try. I can think of some words, some words that we use in place of friend. Okay. When someone has been elevated to the role of sister. Sis. Mm -hmm. You know, I grew up in a home where my grandmother, that was her name. We never said Nana or Granny or Grandma. Everyone called her sis. And I didn't even... It didn't hit me until I became a full-grown woman to realize what it meant for everyone to see her as a sister. Wow. Call her sis. Wow. Mm -hmm. So the language of sisterhood has always been with us. Definitely. I was thinking about the language that you use with your daughters and telling them to revere sisterhood, you know. And you have sisters. I have a sister. I was thinking about my just in this moment, my mother has four sisters. Mm-hmm. And how they all look up to her as if she was this, looked up to her, that she was this iconic, like, superhero sister. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't the only picture of sisterhood that I saw. So my mother had these sis, four sisters. She had two sister-in-laws who were also like her ride or die, or my Aunt Vivian particularly. And then she had her girlfriend circle. And we can talk about that later. Because I, I remember circle. their name still to this day. Yes. Her girlfriend circle. So I'm watching what sisterhood looks like every day in my home. Did it make you want to grow up and get your own circle? Oh, yes. Oh, I started wanting to have mine. But I didn't want it to be just exclusive girls. I did let some guys and my some friends and my guys, but definitely wanted to be part of like a larger sisterhood always. My mother's four best friends, Mary, Gloria, Marilyn, and Rita. Mm. Now, we're talking 40 years, and I remember my mother's circle. These were her pillars. They went on cruises together. They bought leg warmers to do jazzercise together. <laughs> they, they Love a leg warmer. I mean, you know, they raised their children together. They yeah. buried parents together. Oh, but those were her four sisters. That's right. Yeah. Did you call them auntie? I called them miss. Miss Marilyn. Miss Marilyn, Miss Gloria, Miss Mary, Miss Rita. Yeah. I did. We called them miss. Because they were her sister friends. Yeah. And she would say, hey, sis, hey, sister. Not, they weren't my sisters, mm-hmm. but it gave me an example. And especially even even my mom having four sisters in itself and what that, just that whole idea of sisterhood. Mm. Go on, start us out. <clears throat> okay, so, you know, I like to play around with language as, as those who know me know. So, sis is certainly a term. I love calling people sis. I've, you I do. Just, I do. I do. You do. I think it's. And com- I think in all settings. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Keep going. Sis. In plenty <laughs> settings, for sure. It's it's coded for. Are we are we together here? How you doing, sis? Um, Homegirl. Homegirl is another word for, like, sister to me. Okay. That's my girl. That's my homegirl. It, it dates you a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. What do your daughters say when you say, hey, that's my homegirl on the phone? I think they don't say anything. <laughs> Their faces, however, say, as, as Sally Austin says, stop. Just stop. But homegirl, it's slightly early 90s. It's a little bit West Coast. You know. It's East Coast, too. Hey, Holmes. 
That's my homegirl. <laughs> I love homegirl. So home we girl. go from homegirl to home? Because, you know, you got to have that equivalent. Okay. Um, how about, that's my ace. Uh, ace is good. That's my ace. Yeah. Right I've definitely heard you say that. Oh, yeah. I think you've referred ace. to me I call as you your my ace. ace all the time. Yes. That's my ace. And you know what that means. I don't even play cards, and I know the ace is a yeah, pretty it's, strong card. It's number one. Mm-hmm. It's the top. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's knocks nice, all nice, things nice. out. What about, like, spiritual warrior friend? Oh. Like my prayer warriors? I have a group of girlfriends and they'll send out a message like, hey, prayer warriors, we need to rise up. I need you. Right. And and it's the same call, whether it's your sis or these group of praying women. Yeah. You know, you can call on them. I love it. Yeah. I love that, too. And then, you know, because I am a Grey's Anatomy and Shonda Rhimes fan. You are. And part of what I did. We just love her. Part of what I did during the early months of the pandemic was to rewatch all of Grey's Anatomy. And I got to that beautiful scene between Meredith and Christina. Share that scene with us. Oh, God. She's explaining to her the depth of their relationship. Like no man will come between us. No ambition. No challenge. Miles will not come between us. Wow. And she says, you are my person. Beautiful. I love the language. Yeah, I love it it because you're saying there's no one else. There's no one else. Mm -mm. Like, really? You're going to have children. You might partner up with somebody. I don't care who else is coming up in this space. But you over there. time, you know I'm here, as you you say, in the fullness of it. You are mine. In the fullness of of time. You are my person. Yeah. And that that love for that sister is a love that we need in order to survive. You know, I often tell my, my, I have some very close guy friends. And I won't call one of them out now, William, but I say all the time, you know, like, so if you as a guy had your little circle, you'd probably be better. I, I guarantee you, if, if you guys could mirror what we have in sisterhood, I don't mean social clubs or networking. I mean, a true love to say, I'm your person. I'm your person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't always translate the same mm. when you're in relationship with other people so Mm. when you think about a traditional or conventional relationship and i'm on the phone my girlfriend i'm like you are my number one i love you more than anybody in the whole world then you get off the phone and everybody in the household is like you love her more than me (laughs) (laughs) like she's my person she's my person that was part of how profound this exchange between meredith and christina was It, it says no one else can touch what we got it is so distinctly beautiful. I agree. Like, Andrea, if right now we think about what is distinctly beautiful about sisterhood, like what food can we get from that plate that we can get nowhere else? And one of the things you, you sort of alluded to was in the passage of time, you can step back into a relationship with a sister friend. You might not have talked to that sister friend for months. It's like watching an episode of Young and the Restless. You pick back up and like the same characters are there. It's the same connection. Isn't that wild? With your sisters. I am calling out Gia Marie Irons, right? Call Gia into this space. Now. Yeah. Met at 13. And Gia, I can call, I can skip talking to Gia, hearing her actual voice for months. When we get back on the phone, not only do we pick up where we left off, <laughs> we often go back to being 13. Of course you do. We're of like, course you do. 
how did we, where are these kids? Whose mama is that? Like, oh, those are my children. Like, we just suddenly go back in time and you don't even have to try or it's effortless. It's effortless. And that's the beauty of the love of a sisterhood. That's it distinctly is, good. That is, that's one of those characteristics. And you said, what defines yes. that? That's one. What is distinctly good oh, about sisterhood? For it you? is. And so for me, it's Tanya, Michelle, Peyton, Zebulon. Right? And yes. so the, I can go weeks without talking to Tanya or days mm-hmm. or I, I try not to go weeks, but we have. We've gone mm-hmm. weeks without talking to each other. And I think there are certain times in our lives where our parents might have been ill and we've gone a month or so without talking to each other. But I promise you, the phone, we are back yeah. in Wheatley Hall, back on the campus, on the set. Florida A&M in 1986. We are right back on the set. It's the craziest and time And we are travel. right back in the Grand Ballroom. And yeah. we are right back talking about, what was the DJ playing? Was it, what What was that music? Was it bass? What? Literally, we have time traveled back into time. What does that do for your mental space when you're able to do that? Oh, it gives me, it reminds me mm-hmm. of, of, of the beauty of having someone who knows me so well. I don't have to pretend to be anything else with my sister's. Except for who I am. If you are in that first tier, I guess we could talk about all these tiers later. But if you are in that first tier of my sister, you have wiped away a tear. You have defended me whether I was right or wrong. You have told me that, that you know you need to stop wearing them headbands, right? Like, are you going to let that go? I have told you, you know those red pants make you look like Ellen, right? <laughs> And those penny loafers are they're 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 no, we love Ellen. We do, but mm-hmm. I'm telling you what you look like. I mean it's so a sister can do that to each other. So we go right back and for that mental space, she, you, all of our sisters, they support our dreams. They have wiped away our tears. I think about this to girlfriends I know in my circle. And we have we've raised our kids. We've been together, as you say, you have a phrase and I don't even have to say it that you and I have been together from this to that. We're always there, and we don't have to force it. We don't have to expect it to be anything else for what it is, and that's just love for each other. That is. That's it. That's it. And then people always say, "What?" but that love is not just confined to the essence of a woman or the essence of sisterhood. I've heard people say that. Mm -hmm. And can you have that same type of love with other people? That's fine. Mm -hmm. Have all the relationships. Ships are great, right? Mm -hmm. Have all of them. Mm -hmm. Friendship, relationship, mamaship, all of them. Workship. But a sisterhood, Mm -hmm. ah, it stands on its own. And it stands alone. And it should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. It'll take you to so many places. (sighs) Travel down the road and back again. Um, your heart is something and true, a, true, and a friend and a pal and a confidant or something mm-hmm. like that. Confidant. And if you threw a party and invited everyone that you knew, you would see. <laughs> oh, oh, we're doing this. Gift would be from me, and the card attached would say what? Thank you for being a friend. Hello. Oh gosh, that's neat. I mean, that's it. It is. We know the power of sisterhood. It is seen in media when we talk about what women look. Have you seen the memes with Dr. Joe Biden, Michelle Obama, and now Vice President Kamala Harris? Yes. And comparing them to everything from the Charlie's Angels. Oh, Charlie's Angels. They are the, the, they saw one like Democracy's Child. (laughs) Democracy's Child, Dark Vader, um, everything. They've, this idea of, of solidarity. And sisterhood. I love it. I love to see that the country is embracing it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing new. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go on that soapbox. Yep. 
But it is amazing and it feels so refreshing. Yes, yes. And, and we will, our children will, same way, you know, we just playfully talked about the Golden Girls and singing that theme song. They will refer to all these things as sort of like the hallmark of what sisterhood meant in 2021. I agree. I think it's just I agree. beautiful. For my generation with my homegirl, Gia, yeah, my homegirl, my sis, she my person. She can just, she texted me the other day, I'm watching Beaches. And that was all I needed. That was it. And you knew mm-hmm. from there what the next time you talked to Gia would, would include. You knew how she was feeling based on what she's watching. And you knew what was coming after she's done watching speeches, what conversation she was going to have, what questions she was going to have, what part she questioned. You knew it all, correct? Three were, I'm watching beaches. That's it. And I knew her body temperature. That's it. It must have been cold there. We are doing a lot of singing, I see, in 2021, huh? In my shadow. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think, Tasneem, being a woman means that I enjoy being with, you know, like this, I, to be a woman and to be a sister, I can't think of any, you know, we think being a mother is the greatest thing. It's one of our greatest things. Being in relationships, greatest things, right? But being part of a sisterhood? Yeah. There's nothing like it. Having sisters that I know, you, Gia could text you, you call Gia your homegirl, Tanya call me, we'll just say ride or die. That's, that's, that's who ride we are. Or die. Ride or die. Nice. That's literally it. Does Tanya, do you all have code where she could send you a word and you know, <laughs> like you said for Gia, you know exactly what Tanya's feeling. Yep. You know how you need to receive her. You know how quickly you need to contact her. Oh, if she sends me a text and it says pimp. I know. That's the whole text? Pimp. I know. I know. And I'm not going to go into the details, mm-hmm. but I know where she's coming from. And I know what's on the other end of that phone call oh, wow. in Maryland when I call her. Yes. Yeah, I know what it means. If she says DJ Red Alert, I mean, <laughs> we are what Red Alert? Yeah. Everything. So, yes, we have these little phrases. That's I all I have to say. Red Alert. Say. Okay. All right. We know. And I know what that means. And it's not what people think it is. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Love nice, it. Nice. I do, too. I do, too. That's, to me, that's a sign of a of a real sis. Some of the activities that I am sort of lifted by because sometimes people do think this is specific to gender. This is about body parts. Get folks in a room and they all have uteruses and they will connect. And it isn't true that we work at this. Yeah, it is. I mean, we have gatherings planned out months in advance where we're doing things like creating vision boards. Where we're creating prayer circles. We're sitting down talking about, okay, in order, everyone taking a turn to talk about what's on their heart. Mm -hmm. What's your goal for 2021? All of those things are very intentional bond creating activities. And that's one of the things I love about sisterhood is that there is so much intention embedded in the connection. Definitely. It is not by accident. No, it's not. No, 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 no. And not by accident. Can't take for granted Mm -mm. and can't assume that everyone has the same experience. And that sisterhood looks like the same for everybody. We just can't assume that. You know, we have amazing. We, we talked earlier at the beginning of this episode of the negativity that we may have seen in the media about sisterhood. Mm-hmm. But even in our relationships, it's totally different than our other than you and Gia. You and Gia will sit up all night mm-hmm. and laugh and giggle. The last time Gia was in town, you told me about you guys laughing and giggling all night. Well, you know, I'm not staying up with you all night. <laughs> it's not happening because no. I'm, I'm going to need some sleep. Yeah. And you know, and so Tanya knows, you know, so every day Tanya used to have this thing that she did 30 plus years ago and she still does it now. 
But she knows, like, why are you asking me that? You know that, but she's going to still do it. Yeah. But there's no way you would ask me those same things. So even yeah. in being girlfriends and having girlfriends, those experiences are still unique. Mm-hmm. And it's not based on just having a uterus. No. It's it's deliberate. It yes. is all those things that yes. you said Yes, it's earlier. deliberate and it's divine. Oh, I'm it with is. you. I it give is. so much thanks for all of that. I think it is extremely beautiful. One of the things I think when I look at my relationship with you, Andrea... And we do have a code word. I'm going to share it, which means we'll have to come up with another one. Because <laughs> we but, won't be able to use it. No, <laughs> because so many people will be trying to use it. And they'll be texting me and I'll be like, no, this is not the word. It only or they'll just make up what they think it is. Go ahead. What's the code but word? There, there were several months last year where I could <laughs> I could send you a text. All it said was acorn. Yeah. And <laughs> whatever you might think an acorn means, you knew. Stop what you're doing. Acorn. <laughs> Wake up out of the sleep, middle of bed. Call or head to Henderson. That was <laughs> acorn. And right. and to speak about being deliberate, we decided. Yes. Okay, we need a code word. What is it going to be? It had just enough metaphor in it, and it was just vague enough that the if no one of our children picked up the phone, like, what is this about? This is an acorn. Mom, <laughs> squirrel somewhere. Yeah. Acorn. That's and it. that has been so beautiful to me. But one of the when I think about, and I do think about this, and I think it's a great point when you mention. Your sistership with Tanya is contains its own beauty that can be untouched by no other relationship. That is a distinct, beautiful connection you have. The connection that I have with Gia, same thing. Like no one can recreate knowing someone like that from Levy Middle School in no, Syracuse, New can't. York. You can't at all. In my relationship with you, one of the best gifts I recognize in my relationship with you comes from a podcaster. And I think she might call herself a life coach. I'm not sure. I think she is. But Shannon Yvette. And she talks about how a lot of times we think about transformation in terms of going from a caterpillar to a butterfly. Mm. And we ignore the fact that if you were to cut that chrysalis open, you would see that it's just goop. Mm. The messy. The messy middle. Middle. And when I heard her talking about that on her podcast, I thought, this is the gift that Andrea brings me. You let me be goop. Of course. <laughs> like, People can't see how I've got my hand scooped up like I'm holding yeah, this goop. Holding of the course. goop. Some people, like I consider my mother a sister friend also. My mother is like, Tasneem, you will rise and fly. She is my butterfly queen. She sees me in motion. She sees me ascending. Other homegirl sister friends aces will say, hey, I'm down here in the muck with you and we're going to sort of commiserate. And, right. you know, when you're down in that ditch... And you can't see a light or a way right. out. And you need someone to say, I know it's messed up, right? That's that sister friend. That's that sister friend. <laughs> that's, that's what she does. Yeah. But, and so everybody has a gift and yes. everyone has a position. But you're in that position that says, I can handle you on your way out of the ditch and en route to becoming this beautiful, mystical, majestic butterfly. Yeah. I can handle the goop. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm mastering the goop. I, I don't. I do. You're a goop the, master. I'm a goop master. Because so many people lean on you. And I was going to say, because I have my circle, my other circle of birdies, they know. My yes. goodness. Andrea can handle the goop. If you get the call in the middle of the night as somebody's passed or somebody's in the hospital Someone's hooked up to something. They're not going to call the rest of the birdie group. Mm-hmm. They know I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. come and I'm going to handle the goop. Yeah. I handle the goop. I, I, I don't, Are you I, aware that that's a gift? No, never thought about that until you actually brought it up about the messy in the middle. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I do. You do. You know, I know that, you know, Tina has said, we need to go to the hospital. You need to go do this. Make Call Drea. She's going to be the one to do it. 
So I can handle that part. Mm-hmm. I can handle that part of sisterhood. It's beautiful. But I never thought about that being my role. Mm-hmm. Because, it's you just know, a superpower. Huh. It's one of my many superpowers. <laughs> I mean, I think I have some other superpowers, but that's going to be one of them, the goop. Well, the goop, because it's the in-between stage. It says, I see you while you're rising, and I see you when you're flying. That's true. Like, not everybody. Because I can say that all of my sister friends and my sisters and my girls out there, I'm not going to be the one who stay down in the in the muck and mire with them. No, I'm, I'm going to go and come back and bring you a veggie plate or something. I'm not staying there. I'll go get you some hummus and maybe a <laughs> Might toss you a wet wipe. But I'm not going to stay. I'll go there with you. Uh-huh. I'm going to visit, but, but I'm going to have my bag. No, I won't take my shoes off. No, I'm not. I'm okay. not taking my shoes off in the muck. Right. So you're right. I'm not that. No, no. you might throw a rope down. Mm-hmm. Yes. And look at you like, no, mm-hmm. I'm a, you're not ready to climb out today. Mm-hmm. All right, love. Then I'll come back tomorrow. That's same you. time. That's you. That, that's, that's you. Yeah. Yeah. So your blood, you know, I've come to you and just been like, you know, oh my goodness, the doctor said this. You look me dead in the face. Okay, and we're not going to break down right now. No, nope. <laughs> I remember okay. this day clearly. All right. No, you said to me, "Did you hear me?" <laughs> yes, it is so me. true. That is sisterhood. I said yes, Tazzy. Yeah, and you did. know what you do. You know what one of your superpowers are. Since we're giving out these amazing superpowers, one of your amazing superpowers, Tazzy, is that you force. Your girlfriends and I have read what your girlfriends. I've been in the presence of your girlfriends speaking about you. Mm-hmm. I've read what they have said about you, and one of your superpowers. And I say it to you all the time that you make us better. Like you make us just want to be better. You make us want to be moral. You make us want to be ethical. You make us want to love, even for those of us who like. Eh, okay, I know I'm a little prickly. But you make us want to be better. Hmm. That is one of your superpowers, Tasmanian. Thank you. For and that. I can guarantee. I've heard your other girlfriend circles say the same thing. They're like, "Of course, when you think of Tasmanian, you think of light and what she brings, and she's going to always bring that. You're going to always shine the light in the work that you do. Um, even if you're engaging people in the civil rights center, you always say to them, "Let's shine the light on some things, mm-hmm. as opposed to." You know, like, let's uncover it. You automatically looking at shining the light. And mm. that's what you do. And thank you. That's what you do. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I receive that. You should. Yeah. And I think I think it's important for us to, for people who are girls, our daughters and our nieces and the people that we mentor, to understand that this journey and this sisterhood, you know, started with passing notes when we were in grade school, giggling on the playground, playing kickball, because I don't know, giggling at a boy, whatever we were doing as girls, we were doing this. It's more than just being connected. I think as sisters, we are interconnected. Mm. And it's important for your girls and my niece and nieces to understand that we don't have to be everything to each other and to our sister. Because that's how we learn how to just Use our own superpowers. Yeah. If we can model that in every relationship, that would be amazing in itself. Mm-hmm. I have some sisters who I know I can call. I've been in Target with and been like, and she'll say, why, 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 why? Or Pier 1, and I'll and I'll have really $1,000 or this stuff mm-hmm. that I want to buy. And it's really nothing but like some little dried up sticks or something. <laughs> and she'll say, well, that is why God never gave you the lottery because why are you doing And she will hold me accountable to yes. stuff that I'm doing so frivolous. And I need that. Yep. I need that person. I do. Because, I mean, we know I yeah. spend $1,000 on a pillow. But I need that person to hold me, reel it back. Yep. Pull you back from sabotage. Yeah. 
I, I, what I'm hearing you talk about, and it's the same thing that's happening in government. People are being selected for positions. And I think we have to be that intentional as we're building sisterhood circles. You know, so it's not happenstance. No. I'm recognizing this is your strength. I need you on my team. I know. We can see what happened in Michigan and we can see what just happened in Georgia mm. and the power of what that sisterhood did. Yes. Yeah. The choice behind it. Yes. The deliberate choice mm-hmm. and the recognition of strength mm-hmm. in that sisterhood mm-hmm. and each of those talents and superpowers. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you're talking about this mighty coalition of people, none of whom have to have the same exact strengths. No. None of whom whose strengths are going to be used in the same way. All of whom, I think, have to be committed to some overall vision of we will hold each other up, no matter yes. what holding you up looks like. If it's I'm going to hold you up when you're down on the ground. Cool. I'm going to lift you up so you can fly. Cool. But like acknowledging all these different positions and President Biden is filling in positions. Who has strengths? Where do I put you? I, I, I have to ask a question. And normally it's you asking me these questions. Mm-hmm. So this sisterhood defining picture that you were painting, is that just, can I say that that picture of sisterhood of you and Gia, is that just indicative to women who look like you and I or look like you and Gia? Is that a level of sisterhood that no one else will understand? I think it's there for everybody. Hmm. I think you can tap into it. Hmm. I can't say that I agree. You think it's cultural? I definitely think there's a part of my sisterhood circles that's that is cultural. cultural. Definitely. I, I definitely do. Now, that's not to exclude white chocolate. She you know who she is. Amy Knight, you know who you are. The fact that she's called white chocolate. Right. Um, I have been in certain <laughs> experiences when every sort of difference that, that you could see with your eye disappeared and it was some experience that a shared experience that created the sisterhood so you know i'm a breast cancer survivor correct and i attended at some point a breast cancer support group right when i was grappling with this label a breast cancer patient i still grapple with it i'm like what does all that mean but i met these women andrea I never would have met these women before. No. You I mean, said where would str- I have met them? You said, and I'm going to quote you from this morning, struggle created that sisterhood. Struggle created the sisterhood. We're talking about Heather Luz. We're talking about Rolinda. Oh, gosh. Loretta June. Rebecca Horton. Where would I have met these people? And so I was sitting there with all my identities and like, you know, I'm the youngest person. Oh, I'm not. Okay. I'm the mom. Nope, she's a mom. You know, like all of those things, all of those walls that were going to keep me contained in one identity didn't matter. The one shared experience we had was, that a, was a doctor said, that interconnected. This was a doctor called us into an office or called us on the phone and said, the pathology report shows cancer. Right. That one similarity and then strife and big decisions we had to make that created the sisterhood. And so it's those kinds of things, I think, that have the ability to speak to the culture of shared experience. And I think that's what you're talking about, too, like the culture that is represented in our shared heritage. That's 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 a shared experience. It creates sisterhood for sure. But I think there's also a culture that goes beyond heritage. It goes into um, you hurt as I hurt. You were scared just like I was scared. The human connectedness. That. 
that creates sisterhood also. It does. And then what you do with that, how that intersects with, you know, other topics of race and social, all those other things that we use to either strengthen or redefine our connections to people, that comes up, you know, eventually. But for that time period when I was attending that um, after breast cancer at the Y support group, I could say I felt support. And I never would have thought I would have. Ever. And I think that was the first time I started calling women who weren't black cis. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard you do that, too. Yeah. I've I've heard you call different people different ages mm -hmm. and different times. And it it does cause me to pause and look at you when when I've seen you do that. It's like, huh. It's because of that experience. And again, you said struggle. Struggle created the sisterhood. Created a sisterhood. Yeah. Yeah. It, that that experience made me think that's my sister. Yeah, you know, like they were just like, "I love you." I'm like, "You you do? <laughs> like, I do. How long have we known each other?" I think doesn't it's, matter. It's good to 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 bring up, and I know I hope we're not going to talk, but I think it's good for us to bring up that there's no one perfect picture of what a sister. We talk about that identity. Mm-hmm. There's no one way to see a woman. No one way to see Tasneem. No one way to see me. Mm-hmm. And we are only speaking as we identify. I identify as a black woman. This is who I am speaking. Mm-hmm. That's the only way I can speak. Um, and so from my perspective and my being a part of a sisterhood, being a part of um, the oldest black Greek sorority. 1908 means I don't expect anyone who doesn't share that same heritage of where we came from and where we've come from as a body in an organization to understand that. And I like that. I'm so okay with that. And I think there's space for both my love for my sorority and your love for your sisters that you've connected with through this struggle there's room for both of them in this idea, in this big world of sisters. I agree. It doesn't have to look. My biological sister, oh. my birdies, my Taz. I mean, mm-hmm. there's space for all of that. I all love those that. beautiful pictures of what sisterhood Isn't looks like. Isn't that the truth? Yes. It's just the truth. When I think about, you know, we talk about coalition building and how do you get people to be committed and who's committed and all that. I think everything that you're talking about, this idea that we will create these connections and we'll be able to take our vulnerabilities into them. We'll be able to make some big asks in those. And whatever we're going up against, you know, if it's like we're all going to work together to make sure we graduate on time, we're all going to work together to make sure we in some of these food deserts. We're all going to make sure, you know, we're going to work together to work on some of this voter suppression. Whatever you're looking at, to be able to lean back and say, you got me? And she's like, yeah, I am. You know I do. Yes. When we need a group of folks to show up, when we need, okay, we have this program coming up and we're trying to tend to connect communities with this vision of the library. Who do we call on? First group of people we call on are circles. You call on the village and I'm calling on the sorority. Yeah. That's who we call on. That's <laughs> true. Okay. Even, even in that bit of, of who we are and identifying our jobs, mm-hmm. we're always calling on the sisters mm. to help support that. Now, I have a question for you, Andrea, because you love sisterhood. And one of the things that I, I find do. so interesting about you is... You also have close male friends. I do. Like, I have some at really your good... wedding, you had a best man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the best man at my wedding is actually like one of my best friends in the whole world. And he's, I know he was Jerry's best man, but he wasn't like the original best man. He's my best friend, but he's Jerry's best man, but I call him my best man. I love it. And he, and he's a man and he's, he's, he's a man. And with and a wife, with a wife whom I adore, two children who I love. 
loved them before I even knew what being a parent was. Mm. And William is like one of my dearest friends. And I call him my brother. Just like my sisterhood, he's my brotherhood. I have a few friends who are in my brotherhood. I call them that. And that's whether that's Craig or William. They are my friends. Mm. And I can call them and they can lift me up. We can text and email and we can laugh. We can do a lot of things. Would I replace them with my sisterhood? Of course not. Do they fill the same space? Of course not. But they have their own place. Mm. So it is this idea. I do love my sisterhood and all my sister circles. But I also love my bro guys. You know, I, love I do that. love my brothers. And like that can be done too. Like, you know, a woman and a man could have a, can be best friends. Mm. And Lisa she knows that she could trust Ruth and I could be in the car together talking about Tupac and she knows that there's nothing mm. indecent about that. I think that is so emotionally mature. That's that's because Lisa, too, is one of my girls. So mm-hmm. I met Lisa through William and then she became part of my sisterhood, too. And Lisa and I, we I mean, we are we were at one point our own little squad adding Kathleen and Sharonda. We were our own little squad. And then William helped me with that little sisterhood. So That's there's no beautiful. picture of what it looks like. Yeah. 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 I talk to my daughters about the sisterhood that they are unto themselves. But one of my goals is that they learn how good people are good people. And so if that good person presents in a male body or a female body, that they are able to honor the friendship that comes from that. I, I think that's important. I think it's honoring the friendship. Mm-hmm. I think it's honoring the loyalty. And it goes, and we talked about love in the beginning. I think that, and that looks different for everybody. Mm. Yeah, it does. It can be done. I, I do. I, I had a lot of guy friends growing up. I did. I mean, part of it was because, you know, we talked about those conventions of, you know, girls don't play sports. Hey, a girl can have pretty awesome crossover. You know, I keep bringing that up every episode because <laughs> people obviously forget that I had an awesome crossover. I'm going to just leave love that right it. there for you all. I love it. I love it. Or who knew, like, who the starting lineup was for the 76ers. You know, guys be like, oh, you know, Doug, I'm like, what about Mo Cheeks? What about that? And they're like, what, what? Yep. So you're talking about a girl who grew up idolizing both her grandfather and her uncle. Mm. So being totally comfortable in their circles with their men friends, it just seems natural that I would have a lot of guy friends. I love it. Yeah, I do. So in this this world that you are navigating as mom Mm -hmm. to these amazing four daughters plus... You're, you know, a bonus daughter. And your bonus daughter, mm-hmm. but who's an adult? But mm-hmm. you're still navigating in her, helping her navigate in her life. How do you help them deal with like this mean girl, this backbiting, this? How do you help them deal with that? You know, it's interesting because that hasn't come up as behavior that's distinctly female. Oh, do say. They have never heard, and maybe because I'm modeling behavior for them. If they do run into some kind of tension within their group, they don't ever attribute anything to, well, you know how girls are. I'm so delighted to hear that. But also, that's not the language in our home. That's ex- In our house, yeah. we are a full estrogen home. That's true. <laughs> so, so there's no need to be like, yeah, yeah, she's a girl. It's just- it's yeah. not the language you... No, yeah. we are full of celebration. That's I have right. two sisters. I mean... You know, they have, of course, male influences, their father, they have uncles, you know, all that. But I think that for a lot of how they think about themselves, it may be from a matrilineal standpoint. 
And they see the beauty of it. Like all my friends are their aunties. You're their auntie. I know. I love it. it and so it is. it's just, if there's a woman who's close to me, you will then know my daughters. They know to address yeah. my friend. You know, there's some who are miss. Yeah. But the ones who are close to me, the girls definitely call them auntie. And for them, what's beautiful is that that person then belongs to them. It is a communal. It's an interconnectedness. Yes. And you can just see that, that they've come to lean. So that, that whole mean girl thing, I just think of it in terms of like Netflix movies. Yeah. But reality with the girls talking about meanness, not yet. That's so good. And I love hearing Emu's, how old is Emu's? 17, 17, Mm -hmm. right? And so all the way down to Aziza, that what they are not hearing, whereas we may have heard girls are this way, girls act this way. Mm -hmm. And they're not even hearing that. It's not even part of it. I I, I delight in just waiting to see what sisterhood is going to look like for them. So you Mm -hmm. call your friends sis, Mm -hmm. homegirl, Homie, whatever you all my person, my person, mm-hmm. my ace. Yeah. What do the girls call their girlfriends? That's what does the Sally call her best girlfriend? She say that's my girl. Okay. Well, suh has come up. What, so. is, what is that? <laughs> what is a suh? You all didn't see Andres. <laughs> I mean, what is it? It's like a suh stir. So you know we're gonna. Why share not say it. sister? Nope. Because because that's not what we do. So it's like that's my sister. It's like oh that's your suh. Huh. Yeah, like your how do you cook. spell it? Can you it's give me how to spell it? And he's my cuz. He's a cousin. No, he's my cuz. Or a cuz, but not a, what is a cut as? What how do you spell it? What up, cuz? Stop it. You heard Just, it, right? You heard it? No. Stop. <laughs> if so, Tanya can message you pimp. But that's sh- what? That's a full word. P-I-M-P. You can spell it. It's, she didn't say P. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, this is another a whole nother episode about language, language. and <laughs> <laughs> encoded well, sure. and how do we switch in and how out. Do we okay, switch? but here's the thing. I don't care what audience I'm in, whether I'm sitting here with you, whether I'm presenting in a boardroom, I still don't know how to spell a su or what that is. S-U-H. Uh, that is, okay. That's yeah. su. But that's not a derivative of sister. Su. Stir. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you said, I want to read this, this. I need to bring Sister Tony in here. Oh. Because Sister Tony talks about, mm. which we've heard her talk about being in our minds and what we mean to a sister in my mind, you know, a lover to my mind, all of that. One of the things I love that, um, nope, nope, and it's not Sister Tony, and I'm sorry. Mm, It's Sister Maya. Oh, equally amazing. (laughs) Of course, it's Sister Mm -hmm. Maya. She said, sisterhood means that if you happen to be in Burma, and I just happen to be in San Diego, but you're married to this dude who's extremely jealous, and I'm married to somebody who's totally possessive, and in the middle of the night, you call me and you need me, I'm there. Because I'm your sister. That's a sister. That's what a sister is. That's a sister. Yeah. Can I quote someone who I think is everyone's little sister? Please add that voice. Amanda Gorman. Oh, yes. Right? She is like the world's new favorite niece. She Is she not? She is. She's she my is. children's play cousin. Okay. When she had the gold, was... be- the gold bead. Yeah. So when she says her mantra, I close my eyes and I say, I am the daughter of black writers. We are descended from freedom fighters. Who broke their chains and changed the world. They call me. That mantra is beautiful unto itself. But when we're talking about sisterhood, I believe we're saying I am the sister of amazing sisters. Yes. And we've descended from other amazing sisters. And we change the world and we call each other. Yes. Right? Yes. Like we are leaning. And we on- are transcending to be. Yeah. There's a there's Amazing a there's a great debt. A there's a great debt. That's right. That's right. And a, and a responsibility. And a responsibility. 
Friends, we want you all to think about who your sisters are. And of course, as you've heard us talk about the word sister, that high praise, beautiful title, being beyond a simple friend, being beyond kin, being beyond biology and all of that. Your sister, your homegirl, your ace, your person, your spiritual warrior, all of those things. We want to know who who are your sisters and what makes them so beautiful to you? You can drop a name on our Facebook page. You can leave comments wherever you can find us. Um, but we would like to know that. Who, who's in your village? And why? What makes them part of your village? Because everyone doesn't hold space as a sister in my mm. village. Mm-hmm. It's it's a privilege. I love it. It's a privilege for me to be called sister, to be called ace, to be called sorority sister. Yeah. It is a privilege for me to be that. Yeah. So why are these sisters in your village? I yeah. love it. And until next time. Mm, thank you for being my sister, Andrea, because this is Truth Be Told. Right back at you, Tatsney. Oh,